BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, my name is Tom Clavin, author of Dodge City, Wyatt Earp, Fat Masterson, and the wickedest town in the American West. I want to tell you a story that is one of the least known about the American West and one of the most important ones, though, because of what it meant to Dodge City and its surroundings. It's about Ed Masterson. Now, I just said Bat Masterson in the title. Where did Ed Masterson come from? Well, one of the things I enjoyed in this book when working on it was finding out that there were five Masterson brothers and six Earp brothers. With the Masterson brothers, you had Bat, Ed, Jim, George, and Tom. And with the Earp brothers, well, there were six of them, the two that you've heard of before, Morgan and Virgil, because those were the two standing with Wyatt and Doc Holliday at the Tombstone OK Corral gunfight in 1881. But this is going back a few years to Dodge City, and you had the Masterson brothers, especially Jim and Ed, and you had the Earp brothers, Wyatt, and mostly Virgil and Morgan were there. This is long before Tombstone. And uh, Ed, I have to tell you about him because he was the oldest of the Masterson brothers. Bat was the second oldest, but Bat was the one who mostly looked after Ed. Ed was kind of a, well, I you wouldn't say a retiring type, but he looked to try and resolve things through peaceful means. Uh, he wasn't as uh, flamboyant, as direct, uh, as decisive as his brother Bat was. So Bat always felt like he had to kind of look after him. Now, Ed and Bat were buffalo hunters together. They came to Dodge City together. Ed went back and forth between doing being a part-time lawman in Dodge City and being back at the family farm, the Masterson Farm, which is about 12 miles north of Wichita. The time came when Bat was elected sheriff of Ford County. He was only 23 or 24 at the time. And the marshal of Dodge City uh, was uh, had, been, had been Bat, but Bat moved up to being sheriff. They were looking for a new marshal. So the uh, town council there uh, decided they would appoint Ed as the marshal. And Ed was a pretty effective person because people liked him and they respected him and uh, he wasn't likely to disrespect anybody else. But Dodge City was a tough town. It still was. Even though Bat and Wyatt had worked very hard to tame it, it still was a tough town. And during one confrontation... Ed was shot, not mortally, thank goodness. He was able to recover. He was away from being marshal for six months. Bat had to sort of work both sides of the, of, of the fence there, the county and the, and the city. Uh, certainly Wyatt helped. Um, then, he, then Ed was back on the job. And one day, um, uh, when Ed is back on the job, he hears some shooting going on at one of the saloons on the other side of town. Now... I should tell you that Wyatt was not there at the time. Wyatt had left Dodge City temporarily because he was in a part, leading a posse that was tracking down some, some train robbers. And Wyatt wasn't sure if he was going to come back. He thought, well, he, his job might be done in Dodge City. He was looking for another adventure. He wasn't sure. He would miss his friend, Bat Masterson, best friend at that, at that time. But maybe there was uh, something else to do and uh, important to Wyatt was someplace else to make some money. 
Uh, so he wasn't there at the time this happened. This was in 1878. So uh, Ed, uh, you know, as the marshal, it was, he was the one that ran to the saloon. And he entered and he found out that there were, there were about five cowboys there and two of them had guns. Now, at that time, the ordinance at Dodge City was you could not wear guns. You couldn't carry guns around. You could, wear, you could come into the city with a gun, but you had to surrender it, either to the bartender or if it uh, you know, could be a problem, you, you come to the, the, the marshal's office and drop them off. You pick them up on your way out of town. So here, the two of the cowboys were, uh, were carrying guns, and they were the ones that had been shooting, just you know, hurrahing the, the, the saloon and shooting into the ceiling. So Ed went up to them and said, you know, you, gotta, you can't wear your guns. You can't, certainly can't shoot your guns. And uh, he told the men, give the guns to the bartender and have your fun. And when you're ready to leave and ride back to your camp outside of town, you can have your guns back. Well, there was a little bit of a standoff, but the, the cowboys gave in and they, they gave their guns to the bartender and put them behind the bar. And Ed thought, okay, my job is done. Let's, I'll go back on patrol. And Ed left the bar. And he'd only gone a little ways when he heard footsteps behind him, and he turned around, and there were the five cowboys again, and those two cowboys had their guns back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, even Ed, a pretty mild-mannered guy, was pretty irritated by this. And so he went up to the two cowboys and he said, okay, now I want you to give your guns to me. And I will put them, bring them back to me with the marshal's office, and you have to come get them for me. You can either get them on your way out, or you can come back for them tomorrow. Well, this didn't sit well with the cowboys. In fact, they got so angry that one of them took his gun, put it up against Ed's torso, and pulled the trigger. The bullet went through Ed and bounced around his insides a bit. And uh, he also, the gun being right up against his clothing, his vest actually caught fire. He turns away and he starts meandering down the street, this, this bullet inside of him, partly on fire. I want to read you something from the book Dodge City about what happened next, because I think it probably describes it as well or better than I could. As Ed staggered down the street, people ran past him, some away from the gun battle, others to see what all the commotion was about. The Ford County Globe would report in a special edition published the next day that Ed's gunshot wound was, quote, large enough for the introduction of the whole pistol. As he continued to will himself down the street, smoke was wafting off his burning clothes. Hoover's Saloon, owned by the former mayor, was 200 yards to the north, across Deadline, and on sheer determination, Ed got that far. With slow, pain-filled steps, 
He approached the bar and told George Hinkle, I'm shot, then slid down to the dirt-covered floor. That is where Bat found his brother. Ed lived in a room above the saloon, and Bat and a couple of men brought him there, blood leaving a trail up the boot-worn steps. Soon after a doctor arrived, he informed Bat that there was nothing to be done for Ed. In an anguished whisper, Bat said, This will just about kill Mother, recalling all the times he had been told to watch out for his mild-mannered brother. She'll never forgive me for letting him get killed in this town. Bat was already certain he would never forgive himself. Now what about those two, those five cowboys? Well, the two cowboys were still there. They were watching Ed go down the street. And Bat went down. He went to look for him. He found all five cowboys. The two with the guns raised their guns. Bat took out both of his pistols and blazed away. He shot them both. One died very quickly. The other one lingered for a while, but he also died. Uh, now this is where the story gets kind of significant. Not only just for Dodge City, but for the future of the American frontier. Uh, Bat had the other three cowboys in his sights. Uh, no one would have blamed him if he had fired and killed them all. Because they had just watched them gun down his brother, his beloved brother. But this is where Bat restrained himself. He was he he was wearing a badge. He was the sheriff of Ford County, and he realized that what shouldn't happen is that he kills the other cowboys were not armed. He could have killed these guys in cold blood. Maybe probably done it with justification and gotten off, gotten away with it. But that wasn't the way Bat was. He also saw that that kind of lawlessness was what he and Wyatt had been working against for several years in Dodge City. And he could undo everything that they had done to try and turn Dodge City into a place for people to raise their families if he just kept shooting his guns. So that's when Bat made that decision. He said he, he instead of arrested the cowboys and he brought them over to the jail, locked them up, and then he went back to the, uh, the hotel where his brother was. <clears throat> Bat sat beside his brother, holding Ed's hand. During the next 30 minutes, what was left of the young marshal's life ebbed away. Then, without gaining, regaining consciousness and thus unaware of his brother's tears, Ed Masterson died. Dodge City had the biggest funeral I'd ever seen for Ed Masterson. As I had mentioned earlier, there was a special edition of the Ford County Globe. Uh, there was a big procession uh, following Ed's casket in a horse-drawn wagon to where he was buried. Um, Bat and a friend uh, rode out to the family farm in Wichita where he had to inform his parents uh, and his uh, couple of younger siblings who still stayed on the farm that uh, that their oldest brother, oldest sibling, Ed, had died. But he did so in the service of Dodge City. And there was a great example that Bat was able to leave the people of Dodge City, and that was that violence does not solve the problem. Violence is not what a peace officer does if he can avoid it, and Bat avoided it. A little bit of a P.S. to this story. Uh, again, Dodge City was without a marshal, and uh, Bat sent a telegram. He sent several telegrams to where he thought Wyatt Earp was. Uh, eventually found him in Texas, where he was still pursuing these bad guys, and he said, told Wyatt what happened in the telegram and asked if it was possible that he could come back. And Wyatt uh, did. Uh, he did it partly because Dodge City needed a lawman because its top lawman had just died, but also for Bat. You know, he knew how, how terrible it was. I mean, Wyatt thought at the time, imagine how I would feel if I had a brother who died. Of course, 
not having a crystal ball, he had no, no idea what would happen in Tombstone a few years later. But he knew how terrible his best friend was, so he turned around and rode back north into to Kansas into Dodge City, and he resumed his duty as a lawman there. And for the next couple of years, Matt and Wyatt patrolled the streets again until it was time for them to move on and find some of those other adventures. Thank you for listening. This has been Tom Clavin, author of Dodge City, Wyatt Earp, Bat Masterson, and the Wickedest Town in the American West. Uh, just being published in paperback, uh, please ask for it at your local bookstore or your favorite internet shopping site. Thank you. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.